Good morning. Let's pray. Dear Father in heaven, thank you for another day that we get to spend with you in this beautiful world. Please come and join us as we read. Help us to learn something and help us to be a blessing to someone else. Amen. Risking the enjoyments of heaven. Can two walk together except they be agreed? If if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. But how strange the sight. While one of those so closely united is engaged in devotional in devotion, the other is indifferent and careless. While one is seeking the way of everlasting life, the other is in the broad road to death. Hundreds have sacrificed Christ and heaven in consequence of marrying unconverted persons. Can it be that the love, the love and fellowship of Christ are of so little value to them that they prefer the companionship of poor mortals? Is heaven so little esteemed that they are willing to risk its enjoyments for one who has no love for the precious Savior? To connect with an unbeliever is to place yourself on Satan's ground. You grieve the Spirit of God and forfeit his protection. Can you afford to have such terrible odds against you in fighting the battle of for everlasting life? Ask yourself, will not an unbelieving husband lead my thoughts away from Jesus? He is a lover of pleasure more than the lover of God. Will he not lead me to enjoy the things that he enjoys? The path to eternal life is steep and rugged. Take no additional weights to retard your progress. <coughs> wow. You know, the, the first thing that comes to my mind is the whole thing of, I think we talked about it the past couple of days, is we always try to do things to please our partner. Um. You know, we talked about how we don't make salmon that often um, because I'm not a fan of fish. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, even even the devotional, when we first started. Excuse the dog. Excuse the dog. Hold on. Yeah, let her out. One moment, please. We thought we could record with the dog in here, but guess not. Apparently not. Sorry about that. Hope yeah. your ears didn't get blown out. <laughs> so when we first, um, when Charles first came to me wanting to record a devotional together, I was really hesitant. Very, very hesitant. I've always kind of have a, had a fear of um, like recording myself expressing speaking your opinion too. and expressing my opinion. I don't want to sound stupid trying to talk about something I think I know about and then have it have someone correct me like oh that's not even what you're that's not even true but like we talked about it for a while and I said I'm not going to do this unless I can have a little bit of humor in it which I think I think we've we established have fun in this. we we have a lot of fun but I started to do it just kind of to please him and to try it out and now it's been a few months and I I love it this is one of the highlights of um of our days that we spend together. Yeah. And it's, and it, you know, it's, it's, it's a chance to spend time with God, with each other. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's the thing is, is we do things to, 
um, please the other person. And so if those things are not uh, uh, pleasing to God, then they're going to be dragging us down. If you think of life <coughs> as, as two ladders leaning up against a building, and you're climbing this ladder, and if you're, your partner is not a Christian, they're hanging on to your ankle, and they're pulling you down as you're trying to climb, it makes that climb really, really, really hard and almost impossible. But if that partner is side by side encouraging you, helping you, you're encouraging them and helping them, and you're both climbing this ladder together, it then becomes a partnership, mm -hmm. a true partnership. Again, that quality time spent with God individually as well as together is what makes that true strong partnership that will help you grow. And you're always wanting to help the other person and you want them to be lifting you up and you want to be lifting them up. Mm -hmm. I know you, you always are constantly lifting me up. I hope I'm lifting you up. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and go ahead. I, I just I just feel like um, I'm I am a totally different person than when I first met you. That's what you were saying earlier. Yeah. Um, when I when I first met Rachel, um, coming to church. Well, when I she was already co been coming to church. When I first started coming to church, I was, I, I the first time I came back to church, like almost a year and a half ago was I I did it for my mom and then I also once I got there and started listening to some of the songs I realized that this is what I've been missing this is what I need right now in my life because I was um, struggling really really bad um, like last October a year and a half ago with really severe depression and being in church, being surrounded by people, just having that godly influence around me lifted me up, and I, I needed more. Yeah, and and when I met you in April, I could still I could see that your you were coming to church because you know your mom wanted you to, and you knew you had to. You know, it was it one was of those less things. that it was just I I honestly felt like I was just a like sabbath christian like just i just go on sabbath, just yeah. just doing it practicing one day a week and once we started our relationship it's been i've i've been far more into it and then having pastor gary abiding on abiding for the last what two years almost two, years, two yeah. three four years it's been half a decade and we're still abiding with abiding <laughs> so you know, yeah i i read my bible every morning now yeah, I remember when I um, when I first prayed with you, you were telling me you were having some issues and ch challenges at work, um, and I prayed with you. I think it was just like I sent you because I was at work. Yeah, I think you just sent me a text saying a text like with with a prayer. I don't remember if it was yeah. an audio text or if it was a just no, like I something where I typed it out. Typed it out like, please God give Rachel strength, help her to say the thing she needs to say. And and then you said that you were praying, and then. You came, I don't remember if we talked that evening or if you sent a text. I don't remember which. We always talked. <laughs> yeah, well, this was back in the beginning of our yeah. relationship before we were talking a ton. But I just remember your response was just absolutely ecstatic. You had 
it seemed to me that that was your first time seeing God work in your life it in was, an almost visible way. It to I I kind of remember that it I was ecstatic because it was so instantaneous. Yeah. Because I I asked for a little help. I said amen, and I felt something wash over me and it was it was strength and I went into a difficult situation having to talk to someone totally calm knew exactly what to say no one no one made me sound like an idiot like it was wonderful yeah and that's and that's the power of what a true friend and partner can do yeah is in a time of need they can send up a prayer. They can encourage you to pray. And together you send up that prayer to God for help saying, Lord, help me or I perish. And Ellen White in Desire of Ages, I don't know the exact quote, but basically it goes along the lines that a person cannot utter that prayer without Jesus having to respond. I mean, it's almost a, a, a gut reaction. He has to automatic response when he hears that prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously the more people that are praying for that in that, in a particular situation, the stronger that plea is. Yeah. And that's the, that's the, um, the importance of having a partner who is a believer, who believes like you, who is equally yoked. I mean, we, we were talking, um, a little bit earlier too, about how, um, I remember not wanting to date a, a young woman who was this really really good christian because i know the faults that i have the challenges that i've had in my life i want somebody who's going to be equally yoked with me who's going to have gone through challenges you're not a perfect christian and that doesn't mean you should have a perfect christian partner <laughs> well, and i mean nobody's a nobody's or, perfect yeah. but but somebody who hasn't had to face hard challenges in life. Yeah. And and that's why I am so absolutely pleased yeah. to have met you. Let's pray. Okay. Father in heaven, we want to thank you for the day you've given us. And Lord, the importance of having a partner who believes in you, who is strong in you, to help you and you can help that and we can help each other to grow closer to you. And Lord, I ask as Rachel and I climb this ladder towards you that walk this narrow road that we hold each other's hands and we pull each other closer to you and help each other when we fall. We thank you so much for everything that you do for us. Give us the strength, wisdom, and energy that we need for the challenges we're going to face. And we, again, just thank you for everything you do for us. In Jesus' name, amen. amen.